President Washington set standards for the relationship between the executive and the legislative and judicial branches of government. As chief executive, he was responsible for enforcing new taxes levied by Congress. Washington is credited with putting the young nation's finances on a stable footing. Although many of the practical details of governing were left to Treasury Secretary Alexander Hamilton, Washington was closely concerned with managing and overseeing policy. He also worked to maintain U.S. neutrality in the escalating conflict between Britain and France following the French Revolution. Outside of his public life, Washington's main attachments were to his family and his estates. He married Martha Dandridge Custis, a wealthy widow, in 1759 after the French and Indian War. They raised Martha's children and grandchildren from her first husband, but had no offspring of their own. When Washington was not away on government business, he lived at Mount Vernon on the banks of the Potomac River. He loved to experiment with new farming techniques and supervised the estate. Washington's plans for improvements were often stymied, however, by his extended absences for military and political service. Washington employed overseers to tend the property, but he was never satisfied with them and the land was never as lucrative as he wished. Important People Ron Chernow is a Pulitzer Prize-winning writer and biographer best known for his 2004 biography, Alexander Hamilton. The book became the basis for the hit hip-hop musical Hamilton, which premiered in 2015. George Washington, 1732-1799, was the commander-in-chief of the Colonial Army during the Revolutionary War and the first president of the United States. Martha Washington, 1731-1802, was George Washington's wife and the original First Lady of the United States. Alexander Hamilton, circa 1755-1804, was the chief author of the Federalist Papers and the first U.S. Secretary of the Treasury. Thomas Jefferson, 1743-1826, was the chief author of the Declaration of Independence, the first U.S. Secretary of State, and the third President of the United States. John Adams, 1735-1826, was the second President of the United States. Henry Knox, 1750-1806, was a friend of George Washington's who served beside him as chief artillery officer in the Continental Army. He went on to join Washington's administration as the first U.S. Secretary of War. Gilbert Dumontier, Marquis de Lafayette, 1757-1834, was a French nobleman who fought in the American Revolution and befriended George Washington. Analysis Character Analysis George Washington Everyone knows the story about George Washington admitting to chopping down his father's cherry tree. Ironically, the story is a lie. An opportunistic author named Mason Parson Weems wove the tale into his biography of Washington because it was sentimental and appealing. Still, the story perhaps stuck in part because there's some truth to it. Washington certainly lied on occasion, he could be unscrupulous in business, but he was driven throughout his life by a strong sense of duty, propriety, and rightness. It was important to him to appear to be doing the correct thing. But Washington had a powerful temper which he struggled to control and a desire for mastery which often controlled him. Washington's peevishness led Alexander Hamilton to leave his service during the Revolutionary War, even though Washington found him indispensable. Similarly, when President John Adams, who was also short-tempered and touchy, appointed Washington to head the army for the last time at the end of his career, the two quarreled over who should get to choose, generals. 
Washington didn't achieve moral perfection as a child, as Weems' tale suggested. Instead, he staggered toward it and made imperfect progress. For example, although his fortune was in large part built on slavery, he freed his slaves in his will because he thought it was the right thing to do. His overall success in living up to his ideals is a testament to his determination and to his pride. These are personal qualities which, in another person with less self-control and prudence, could have led to self-destruction, or, as in the case of Washington's contemporary Napoleon Bonaparte, to vastly destructive visions of self-grandeur and the unquenchable thirst for conquest. Weems' story about Washington's moral strength as a child suggests Washington was a great man because he was innately good, but it may be closer to the truth to say Washington owes his reputation for upright morality to his ambition to be a great historical figure, coupled with his famous caution. Character Relationships George Washington and Martha Washington George Washington wisely limited himself to socially acceptable relations.